Welcome, by the way. Welcome to Podcast, to podcast versus, versus podcast. podcast. This is a podcast where I, Eric Ivanovich, and I, Piers Ray, uh, we take turns pitching podcasts to each other, and at the end of the episode, we are going to vote on which pitch we think was the better one. Mm-hmm. And if we agree, then we're just going to quit this podcast forever and do that one instead. Piers, we've been doing this for over a year. Already? Yeah, yeah. Yesterday was our one year anniversary that's what yesterday was yeah that's why were, we were celebrating you were surprised by it then too i'm surprised by <laughs> everything surprised. every day i have a, um, I have a condition a condition where i just enjoy life <laughs> i take everything as it comes it's a very serious condition though i should actually be a, in an asylum somewhere that's you know it's Happiness. asylums aren't really a thing anymore yes they are what do you call a place where you lock up all the loonies and the nut bars and the crazies and the such <laughs> Are you, know, you talking about like maybe a, like you put a them mental behind, health you put hospital? Them, put them behind bars and in those grills in the floor that they have to reach up through to grab food. Yeah, I don't think. Well, that's where I belong. <laughs> okay. Okay. We can make one of those on Podcast versus Podcast Land for you. Podcast versus Podcast Land is a uh, island nation that we run together as two kings. Yeah, I don't even think we're a micronation anymore because we have so many people. I feel like once you cross a few hundred people, you're just a nation. Okay, well, we're a small nation. We're a small nation. Yeah. Akin to, say, Tuvalu. Sure, I've never even heard of that. That's how small it is. Most of their money comes from postage stamps, which are sold to collectors, and uh, they had the internet extension .tv, which they sold for a lot of money. That's pretty cool. Yeah, their country code was very, very useful to them. One year of Podcast vs. Podcast! (laughs) Boy, and just like every other episode, this one's a real banger. Wall-to-wall bangers. From the windows to the wall banger. Till the sweat drips down my wall banger. My Harvey wall banger, a drink that I actually do enjoy. Very nice. Okay. Um, I got a podcast to pitch to you. Uh, pitch away. It's called Pick the Fake Fic. Ah! Pick the Fake Fic. Pick the Fake Fic. What I've done is I went to fanfiction.net. And then I picked uh, out of, for each category, for each franchise, I found two real fanfiction, and then I made up a fake one. Pick the fake fic. So that's basically how it worked, except that we would be taking turns. Yeah, that's a lot lot of fun. Yeah. I really, really like that idea. That's one of the best ideas you've pitched. This, this is your special? This is your one-year special? No, yesterday was the one-year special. Today is the day after the one-year special. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're right. See, once again, no concept of time. You started talking about it like it was the special. You didn't. You said it was yesterday, and then I thought, oh, today's the special. So you're saying- Even though we did it yesterday. We just finished doing it yesterday. Once again, I do belong in an asylum. My brain does not work the way it should. So if anyone out there can hear me, this is a call for help. Um, you ever hear the song, This is a Call by Foo Fighters? Nope. Good song. It's probably the best Foo Fighters song. Anyways, here's your choices for today's Pick the Fake Fic. It's pitched perfect. Mm. You could pick that one if you want. Well, you know what? If you'd pitch this on our one-year special, you I, might. Prob- I probably would have just as a kindness to my good friend. But uh, you didn't. The other pick is Mario. Oh, not not even a choice. Okay. Go. It is a choice because you could have chose pick, uh, Pitch Perfect. 
Yeah, I guess. That's like saying, I don't know, what death or anything else. You know, it's okay. not really a choice. Um, okay, here we go. Three's a crowd. At first glance, you might think having two Marios to save the world would be great. At second glance, you might think it's just too hard managing two huge egos. What? The truth is that it's much more complicated than that. Does Mario have a big ego? I don't think he does. No, he's pretty humble as far as I know. Even in the cartoons. Like so, in some of the cartoon episodes, he cartoons might get Cartoons aren't canon, so... Uh, to me, they are. Um, in some of like the Super Mario Brothers Super Show cartoon episodes, um, even in the live-action segments with the wonderful, wonderful Captain Lou Albano, uh, he might, like... You know, I feel like, oh, Mario gets an award, and then he goes to his head, and then Luigi's like, he gets him into trouble with Luigi, or the princess, or Elvira, whoever the guest is that week. Best episode of that whole show. Elvira guessed it. It was awesome. Okay. So I awesome. never saw that episode. Oh. You have it on DVD, don't you? No, you have the third show. Yeah. There are three Mario Brothers animated series out there. Amazing. Um, No, I have the second show, which my, is my... based on Super Mario Brothers 3. That's right. But then there's a third show after that. There is a third show, yeah. And it's terrible. Not good. <laughs> my my whole point to all of this is that I don't think Mario has a big ego. I don't think so either. Um, next. Next one. Toad and Luigi are the hero for once. Toad and Luigi decide to be the hero for once, and they go out on an adventure to defeat Bowser and Wario in Bowser's castle. That, if you wrote that one, yeah. if that's the fake fic... I'll say that's a great fake fic because that is exactly what fan fiction people are obsessed with. Why isn't Luigi in the spot? No one ever talks about Toad. Luigi had his own year. Do you remember the year of Luigi? Oh, year of Luigi? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got he has his own game series. Yeah, He's we need well a year respected. of Toad. We do Well, I feel like this was the year of Toad cuz we had Captain Toad or whatever. Was that this year or last year? Toad Hunters. Pretty sure that was last was year. Was that last year? Yeah. Whatever. Okay. It's only Toad. Here's the last one. Who cares? Super Mario's sex machine. Mm. One day, Mario and Peach get together. It's not enough for the Red Plumber, so he must fulfill man's natural desires, plus a few other things, because some people are freaky like that. Contains a whole lot of sex, and I just want to point out that whole is spelt H-O-L-E. Would you do me a favor and forward that story to me? Well, if it's if it's real, I'll forward that story to you. Yeah, there is a chance it's not. Though you usually don't go that route. Well, sometimes I do. I sometimes think about half the time. It's I do. like a misdirect, but usually you're a better person than that. Hmm. So, are you ready to pick? Mm. Can the you give me the three pick? titles again? Three's a crowd. Toad and Luigi are the hero for once. Mm-hmm. Super Mario Sex Machine. Super Mario Sex Machine sounds like something I would have written and then deleted. <laughs> Like, written it, read it, masturbated to it, and then deleted it forever. Uh, That's the only way I can get off is for my own fan fiction. Right. Um, I'm going to go with Luigi and Toad for once. You mean Toad and Luigi are the hero for once? I guess. Yeah. That one. (laughs) You got it. That's it. Yeah. That's the fake one. That one is really well done. Really well done. That one sounds exactly like something a fan fiction writer would do. It might have been too good. I think maybe I I worked too hard on that one crafting the crafting the wording i think it was too polished i feel like this was three really solid entries because uh <laughs> any of those could have been written by you yeah they all have like um little signs of your mr x damn 
Like Mario be having an ego. That's like something that you wouldn't agree with, but you'd throw in to throw me off the yeah. trail. Any sex stuff is so out of character for you that you would do that just to just to screw with me. It's just that everyone complains about Ouija. Ouija doesn't get the limelight. Limelight because he's green. And <laughs> he isn't... I don't know. He's okay. What's what's Luigi's defining personality trait? Um, he's scared. Yeah, he's cowardly. Yeah. Not, he's not so much cowardly because he always like plucks up the courage to solve the problem by the end of the day. What's Mario's def- What's Mario's flaw? Here's the thing. Mario and Luigi were not created like as like characters. No, but by now. By now they are. So Mario has no defining characteristics right he's just your all-around hero character he's just he's just an object that you manipulate with buttons to make him do backflips and go he doesn't even have dialogue does he no he never has dialogue. in no games no. no games no games does he have dialogue wow that's so crazy i think even luigi has dialogue in some games uh, i can't remember Luigi definitely has dialogue in games where you're Mario interacting with Luigi. Mario is missing, stuff like that. Right. Or, well, Mar- in Mario is missing, you're just Luigi. But in any other game where you interact with Luigi, he has dialogue. Well, except for what about the Mario and Luigi games? Did you think about that? Oh, where they're both playing at the same time? Yeah. Or, like, Mario 2, a.k.a. Doki Doki Panic? Yeah. My, one of my favorite titles to say. It's a good good title. It's way better than Super Mario 2. <laughs> You like Super Mario, then you'll love Doki Doki Panic featuring Mario. Well, he wasn't in Doki Doki no, Panic. No, no, they just put the sprites on top of this other game and made an amazing Mario game out of it. <laughs> um, so here's what I want to do. I want to tell you, the the author of Super Mario Sex Machine, are you ready for it? Yeah. This person's name is Juicy Dick Hugger. <laughs> wow. Incredible author. Wow. Way better than... This person's better at coming up with the internet handle than they are at coming up with a fanfic. Can you forward me his internet handle just so I, just so I can find his work later? Yeah, Juicy Dick Hugger. Juicy Dick Hugger. Yeah. So he hugs them. Yeah, he hugs... Now, I don't know if he's juicy and he's a dick hugger or if he hugs juicy dicks. If juicy meaning moist in this case. Yeah, probably. Gross. I tried to find my, uh, my Mario fanfic from when I was nine oh. years old. That would have been amazing. But it's definitely gone forever. You know what I'd like to do on this show one day is for us to read, not in one day, but over the course of time, um, the entirety of that Super Mario script that that Max Landis guy made. He wrote it when he was like 18. It's 400 pages long. And it's got crossovers from all the other Nintendo series. So like, oh, we need information. We'll go to Donkey Kong. It's really more of a Super Smash Brothers it like the focus is on them, but other all like, everyone else has cameos. Yeah. It's like it takes place in the Nintendo universe, I guess. It's very cool. Like he must have written it early days of internet, so it's not like he could look everything up either. He was like right. obsessed. It's, I like, I like that. I like that. You do you like that? I I I find that to be probably. I expect that to be pretty boring. I expect it to be terrible too. But he released it. He like went back and he's like, hey, here's something terrible I did. Check it out. It go, to go along with all the other terrible things I did. What else does he do? Didn't he write Chronicle? Oh, I bet he did. We could look him up. Oh, who has time? <laughs> who has time for those things? <laughs> now, for the listeners who can't see, Piers reached down for his phone, but then he like hit the point where bending would become an effort. And then he's like, he just came back up. He's like, who has time? Who has time? We definitely have time. It's like right oh, there. Okay. It's like, no... <laughs> 
Well, now I've got it. He bent all the way. I just thought you wouldn't want to go through this. Me looking up Max Landis, seeing what's going on. I don't. Oh, I'm doing it now anyways. You should have just let me have it. Okay. But you didn't. Oh, there he is. He did. Writer. Chronicle. Number one hit on IMDb. Uh, Victor Frankenstein, American Ultra, Mr. Right. He's working on Dirk Gently's right now. He's the creator on Dirk Gently's, which is impossible, first of all, because Douglas Adams is the creator. No, he's the creator of the new TV show. I don't care. Douglas Adams is the creator of Dirk Gently. Um, There was a failed Dirk Gently TV show. Yeah, which I watched. I watched it. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It's a tough. It's a tough concept. An existential detective. Um, I only read the one book, and I think I actually read the sequel, not the first book. I'd like to read Max Landis's trivia. Okay. Is this your podcast pitch, by the way? Uh, I guess it has to be now. (laughs) It's called "Who Is Max Landis." Who is Max Landis, and what did he write? You know what? Better title: The Search for Max Landis. Okay, it kind of sounds like Atlantis. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll yeah, totally. Thank you. You'll allow it. I'm allowing. Wonderful. It. Okay, when you title that, please put it crunched together as one of weird. Of course, word. I will. I'm All right, not a monster. Uh, welcome to the Search for Max Landis. I guess should we jump into it? Yeah. Hi there, guys. Welcome to The Search for Max Landis. My name is uh, Eric Ivanovich. I'm Piers Ray, and this is a show where we talk about any and all things Max Landis related. The the internet's biggest. Max Landis, fancast. And that's saying something, because people on the internet love Max Landis. He's very popular. People on the internet either love him or despise him. And now, I don't love him, but I like him. I think he's got some neat ideas. And yeah. I, like the, I like that he's doing the Dirk Gently series. I think that's great that someone's making that happen. I love that he put out that... Uh, did you ever hear about this 400-page Super Mario script, Eric? I have heard about that, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Did we talk about this before? Uh, uh, yeah, in a different podcast. A oh. podcast we used to do called Podcast vs. Podcast. Oh, uh, that was a good show. Yeah. Well, not good. It was a show. We it played. lasted over a year, so <laughs> not bad. <laughs> well, I've got uh, some more Max Landis trivia for you. Are you uh, ready? I would love to hear it. I've been searching for it. Did you know? Yeah. Max Landis and his father share the same birthday, August third. That's like pretty boring trivia. Man, imagine imagine being born on the same day of your father. How different your life would be. That's pretty nuts. I guess. I'm trying to build it up. But the more I it's think awful. about it... It's boring. I don't care about it. Fine, fine. Did you know that Max Landis wrote a run of Superman comics called Superman, American Alien, back in 2015? What? That's not trivia. That's just one of his credits. Excuse me. Uh, son of director John Landis and costume designer Deborah Nadulman. His brother... He is the brother of Rachel Landis. Okay. His favorite work of his father, John Landis, is American Werewolf in London. Max has oh, stated... Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought that name was familiar. No, yeah. His dad's like a very well-respected director. He's got some great titles. Some terrible titles, too, though. Um, didn't he do, like, a bunch of comedies before? Didn't he do... Didn't he direct... Didn't he direct uh, Animal House? I believe he did, actually. I think he did... And Blues Brothers, obviously. Blues Brothers. He did the Twilight. Well, he didn't. He produced the Twilight Zone movie. Um, that huge, huge disaster that that was. He did Coming to America. Did he do Blues Brothers two thousand, which I recently watched? Um, that's a great question. Let's find out. Uh, and you're just you only care about his directing titles, right? Yeah, only his directing. Okay, titles. okay, okay, okay. 
We got, let's just go from 1998 onwards, which is Blues Brothers 2000, directed. Ooh, what a bad movie. A really bad movie. I kind of watched it like, hey, this would be a good bad movie to watch. It's not a good bad movie to watch. It's a really, really bad, bad movie to watch. He actually had kind of an unfortunate run there for a while. (laughs) For a while. I see you scrolling. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, because 94 is Beverly Hills Cop 3. He does a bunch of stuff for Michael Jackson. 96, he does The Stupids. Not his best work. Oh, then is Blues that... Brothers 2000. It's like Tom Arnold and they're yeah. just a family of stupid people. That's the song. That's the movie with the song I'm My Own Grandpa. Yeah. Not written for the movie though. That's an older novelty song. Yeah. Just used for the movie and they do a whole sequence around it, which is great. That's actually a great sequence. That's a nice set piece. I, rem- I just remember the song. <laughs> Sorry. That's fine. That's fine. Um, TV movie slasher. Uh, Oh, man. I think he must have stopped working for a while. Did three episodes of Psych in 2008. One episode of What If in 2009. Doesn't even have a picture. Uh, He must have retired. He must have retired, and he just comes out and does like an episode or something once in a while. Of course. His son is taking up the mantle. Yeah. Like, he's, he's still working as an actor, oddly enough. But he's in like a bunch, like he's in all these strange projects, like Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader, which I will bookmark for later. <laughs> oh, he was in Psychoville, which is amazing. That's um the set follow-up series from the League of Gentlemen. Everybody knows what Psychoville is. I They definitely do not. Most people don't even know what the League of Gentlemen is. And I try telling them, and they just immediately start to glaze over. As soon as I say the words, they're an English experimental sketch comedy group. <laughs> Everyone just shuts down. It's <laughs> Even people who love comedy. Other sketch comedians are like, yeah, okay. No, you're doing a great job selling it to me. You're really... Whenever I tell people, like, yeah, they they have they have a, a laugh track, but it's put in randomly. Like, it's not after punchlines. Yeah, yeah. Or it'll be after, like, it's kind of like a horror series, too. It's very horrifying. And it's all the really... Se- <laughs> all the storylines dovetail and interlock. And it's... I'll tell people, like... Yeah, oftentimes, like, someone will be murdered and then there's just a laugh track. And people are like, eh, that doesn't sound like something I want to watch. It's very funny, guys. Trust us. It's it's hard to sell, but it is, like, extremely good television. It's one of the, yeah, it's probably in my top 25 shows. I think yeah, my top 25 for I'm sure. A, it might be in mine. Psychoville doesn't make it in, but that would be in my top hundo. Mm, I haven't seen Psychoville. Sorry. you got to check it out. You'd like it. It's it's good. It's not as good as League of Gentlemen. It's a little more fractured, but it's it's very neat. <laughs> well, that was Searching for so, Max Landis. Max Landis, what do you think? We heard a lot of Max Landis trivia in that episode. You know, we could have heard more. No, I'm done listening to Max Landis trivia, and I'm done listening to your idea, and I'm ready well, to vote. Before you go, I just want to say one last thing: that Max Landis has stated that he has no favorite movie, but he has a movie he's seen the most, Gremlins Two, and a movie he thinks is the best, Love Exposure. So that's your favorite movie, you fucking clown. <laughs> yeah, what's the difference between a best movie and a favorite movie? This, this is, this is, this is, this is what the the difference is, right? Some people think that there's an objective best movie, impossible, and they think that. You can have a favorite movie, and that's like what subjectively you think is the best. That is but fair. Art is subjective by its very nature. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as an objective best movie. Absolutely not. Your favorite movie is the best movie. The best movie ever made is Synecdoche, New York. Right? You would say probably the best movie ever made is Blade Runner. Maybe. Maybe. 
I don't know. That's a real tough question. If I was going to ask you, maybe... I'd probably say it was Chronicle. I don't know, maybe later this week, you might say. I'd probably say it was Chronicle. <laughs> or is that a TV show? I'd never heard of it Chronicle before. Chronicle is a movie. Great. It's that's a the found best. footage movie. Oh, no. Um, I take uh, it back. It's a found footage movie of some high school kids who uh, touch a meteorite and gain superpowers. Ugh. And then one of the kids sort of becomes evil, and then the other kids have to... Okay. But it's like found footage the whole way through. I remember hearing about this. Yeah. Want to know what's interesting? When did that movie come out, do you think? Uh, it came out while we were in film school. That's extremely interesting, because I had someone else pitch me that idea. Really? Shortly after film school. <laughs> They're like, hey, I need someone to help me develop the script for this idea. But it's it's like uh, it's gonna be like a fan footage thing about these kids who get superpowers. And one of them goes evil, and it's like I forget what happened to them. It wasn't a meteor, but you know, it's like any other superhero start point, right? Like yeah, it, uh, radioactive, radioactive ooze in their yeah. sewage, sewage. Sorry, <laughs> I had one of our classmates like try and get me to see that movie, and I kept telling them that it looks really bad. Chronicle. Yeah. Do they understand why you thought it looked bad? I was I was trying to I don't know I think I was not as as good at talking as I am now. It's a skill. You as you work can hear, it. I'm an excellent talker. Well, I mean, we do spend at least three hours and fifteen minutes a day just chatting. <laughs> Anyways, I vote for mine, and I vote for mine. I don't know why you would. It was an awful podcast. It was. Did you fucking listen to what you were saying about Max Landis? About Max Landis, and then about John Landis. I said we I. I'm interested in the film industry, though. I like to know about the people in it and what they've That's worked true. on. You're uh, you're an aspiring writer. I am a writer. You're an aspiring, uh, uh, successful writer. I wouldn't say I'm successful, but I am paid to you're, write. No, you're an aspiring, successful writer. Oh, I see. You aspire to be successful. Right, right now, writing. I'm like a successful hack writer. Like, I write a lot of crap for other people. Yeah. And I hope one day I'll actually write, like, a good movie or something. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, one day. My shorts are good. Well. Yeah. Well. 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 All right. You can give my indie. You, you can give my indie work cred, or you can get the hell out of this booth, young man. All right. See you later. All right. See you later, buddy. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.